So we're going to be looking at the Dego Machne Ephraim on Parsha's Kiseitze. And um, the question is not the historical question, meaning when you go out against your enemy, Kiseitze la milchoma al oivecho, who is the oivecho? Uh, that that's when he's talking about the milchemes rishos, milchemes mitzvah, all the all the rishonim, the medievalists speak about what that means. But when it comes to chasidut, it becomes a different kind of battle. <laughs> so kiseitze right. with the human condition. al Who is your oyev? Who is the oyev? Otherwise, really, the whole thing is irrelevant to us because we're not going out against right. in the battle against anybody. Absolutely. Well, yeah, I mean, unless you're taking the Hasidic uh, position. So this Oyev apparently is some Oyev within. Mm-hmm. There is an enemy within. There is something that's constantly sabotaging um, your life. Yeah. And then it says, And the Lord gives you the enemy into your hand. He delivers them into you. So you, you win the battle. And then you see among the captives this beautiful captive. You desire her. And you take her as a, a woman, as a wife. And the Mepharshim go to town on that. You know, why is it that we allow... Uh, the indulgence in this particular case. Again, Hasidut is not interested in the historical and it's not interested in the moral, pietistic view of why men go into battle and they lose their yetzer horror a bit. Of course, the 20th century has been the biggest uh, revelation that rape and uh, pillage is a weapon of, of mass destruction. Uh, and it's one of the ways you conquer an enemy. But in Chassidut, the question is, what is the enemy? And who is the pretty girl? So let's dive into Chassidut. Remember, this is a very short piece. So it needs to be unpacked. Yesh leforish baderech remez. So let me explain to you, according to... Uh, remez. Now, there are four levels of interpretation. There's the pshat, which is the literal plain meaning. There is the midrashic planing brush. Then there is the remez, which is a kind of projection of what these characters could mean. And then there's sod, which is the mystical. So he dives in and says, what is this enemy? When you go in to battle against your enemy, hainu, and now he makes this this uh, claim. Hainu, takev sheyir isarusa delatata Before you go into battle, there has to be a motivation to go into battle. What is that motivation? He, he's looking into why men go into battle. So, this battle is an inner battle. It's not an outer battle. When you go in. Thank you. I'm going in neged But before you do that, and, and, and all the rebbes talk about this. Of course, it's the Yetzirah that you're fighting, and blah, 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 right? 
That's nothing new. But what he what is so outstanding about the Daigle is that he's not satisfied with this. And he is suggesting that prior to going into battle with your Yetzirah, what has something has happened. What's happened? There is an Isarusa dilatato. Oh, Kabbalistic term. There are two types of Isarusa. Isarusa means arousal. Rabbi talks about it all the time. There's an Isarusa dilatato, meaning an arousal from below, or an Isarusa dilatato, arousal from above. Question is, why do you want to fight your Yetzirah? Exactly. Question. Okay. Yeah. Well, what's the motivation? Let me just go do it. Go do it. Why? Why am I going to go into the battle in the first place? No one asks that question. The Daigal asks that question. And it happens because you have a hero of tshuva. You have an isarusa, a stimulus from below. Gewalt, what is my life? What have I done? Who have I hurt? Meaning. What have I damaged, right? That is the stimulus that says to you, Rabboina Shalolem. That existential Kierkegaardian cry. Whatever. I don't know. That's a Christian word. I don't know what it means. Conscience? I don't think it just conscience. Conscience usually means about what you've hurt someone else. This is about my inner soul. And I have an Isa Rusa de la... Something within me has been aroused. Right? Now, there's a passionate metaphor for that too, right? Mm -hmm. That means a woman and a man will never get together unless there's an Isa Rusa. There has to be an arousal to, to mate. So he says, but before we get to this battle with the enemy, take of Sheyia Isarusa Dilatata, the fact that you had a stimulation from below. Now he's going to make the very first promise. Stimulation to do... To look at yourself critically, to see how far you are away from the Rabboni Shlolo, to look at you, the, the, how much you're in the blotter. What else is there? And then you want to say, but I, look at me. Look at this Yetzirah. I, I can't move. I can't. I'm paralyzed because of my life and the density of it and the involvement and the matrix that I'm stuck in through my genetics and my epidemiology and my childhood and the trauma and all the things I've done to everyone and everything that everyone's done to me that's brought me to this moment in time. Oh, it's gargantuan. How am I going to change at my age, right? That is the Isarusa de la Tata. Now comes the claim. Oz, Bavadai. First promise. Bavadai. Second half of the verse. He will deliver the enemy into your hand. That's the promise. It's not like you're going to go into the battle with your enemy and God's going to deliver it to you, right? And then you're going to see this beautiful girl. Mm. He says, now let's break that down step by step. First, you want to go into battle. What made you want to go into battle? Ah, oh, you had an Isarusa de la Tata. This isn't just about a behavioral thing. I'm going to fight the Yetzirah. You first had to have this existential crisis. That's what he's saying. Isarusa de la Tata is an existential crisis of my spiritual existence. And then somehow you find the wherewithal to go into this battle with yourself. 
Here's the promise. Okay, so it's a battle after the battle. This is yes. the battle. Yes, yes, yes. He will deliver the enemy into your hand. That's the promise. That's how he's saying, he's reading the verse Beremes. Remes means I'm projecting. Right? He's, he's, he's looking at it from the Remes point of view, not from the historical, the literal, the plain meaning. Not from the sowed, from the mystical, but from the Remez point of view. I'm projecting onto this verse everything that's happening about me. This verse has to be a spiritual roadmap of where I am and what I am doing. And it's the most craziest thing. It represents the entire spiritual enterprise of a person. One verse. You go out into battle. And the promise is that 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 never would have come had you not had a hirhur, an arousal, a kind of sense of regret, a sense of tragedy, a sense of existential crisis. And it's that which he's rewarding. That's right. why you go into battle. That's why you go into battle because you're in this terrible situation. And then you take the step of fighting. You you go into battle. It takes courage to face yourself, your heart, your dark self, your the shadow part of you, to look in the mirror like Dorian Gray. That takes a lot of courage. And the reward for that courage is you will vanquish that enemy. Now, why would I need to bring a little shettle? Why, why would I have to bring... A medrash. He brings a medrash from Shia Shirim. Now you can just gloss over it, or you can actually read how he's reading the medrash. The medrash comes from the Song of Songs, chapter five. <clears throat> I am sleeping, but my beloved is awake. Kol do di do fake. Remember Rabbi Soloveitchik's famous essay, right? Kol do di do fake, where he switched from being a brisker to a, a religious Zionist. The the voice of my beloved is knocking at the door. Something's knocking. Al-Yudayim, and now he's, the Midrash is saying, that's not between Solomon and his consort. It's actually between Hashem and Am Yisrael in Egypt. So he's bringing this battle with the Yetzirah as the battle of Am Yisrael to find the courage to go out of Egypt. When God said in Exodus 11, 4, and God is saying, at midnight, I'm going to Egypt and we're going to wreak some havoc and you got to get out. You got to daub with blood and you got to protect yourselves and then you got to get out. There was a resistance. How many actually left Egypt? 20%. Yeah, very few. There was such a resistance to leave. What kind of battle is that? You know, it's the Stockholm Syndrome. Pitchi mm. Lee, now the verse considers, the, the voice of my beloved is knocking. Pitchi Lee, open for me. Open the door, let me in, he's saying. Rabbi Yassi Omar, Omar Kodesh Baruch Yisrael. And now God is telling the victims. He's telling the prisoners stuck in the camps. Pitchi Lee. Just open a little bit of courage, a little bit of that door. Just open the door a tiny bit. Just like the eye of a needle. And I will open it the rest of the way so that wagons can go out. It's an amazing statement. 
right? He's telling Moshe, and the Yefei Torah says, it's through the instrument of the tzaddik, of Moshe. Every generation, God is knocking on the door of Am Yisrael. Through the exhortations of the prophets, and the righteous ones in every generation. The concept of teshuva and geula, of penitence and salvation. So when God is saying, open for me, you can't mean literally, but you'll see what the Daigle does. It doesn't mean literally that a little opening that God can go through. It's just a moshal. It's just a mashal. He's very worried that you might take this literally. Ulashon peticha is a hatchala, it's the beginning. So why is the Daigle quoting it? He goes, Ka'amramzal, and God will give to you this um, this enemy. You will vanquish it. You'll vanquish it. Why? Because it says, Pitchuli kechudashel machad an anieftach arubas arubas. So the way I'm reading it is that the Isarusa itself is just a tiny opening. It's just a hero. You didn't fight the battle. You didn't conquer your addiction. So then what have you done? I realize I'm in this situation. I'm looking in the mirror and I have this crisis. That in itself is the little opening. Otherwise, he wouldn't have quoted this posuk from Shia Shirim Rabba from the Medrash in Song of Songs. It's because you open that little door of regret, a level stage one, right? I realize I'm powerless over this life. It's unmanageable, right? That's just step one out of the 12 steps, as they tell us. No, he's saying, take if she years. The moment you have that little opening to go against that addict, to go against that Yetzirah, to go against your life as it is in the blotter, mm-hmm. then Bavadai, God will open up the floodgates, open everything up for you. He will open it up like, like, machat, arubos, arubos. I will expand that little tiny hole so that you have everything in front of you to all at your disposal. So that if I'm, I'm sitting here in this age, the 21st century, and... I realize I know nothing about the base of Mikdash really and how it worked and how it smelled and what it, you know, and, and all that kind of stuff. That, that's the existential crisis. I realize I, I, I really don't know anything. Yeah, I'm asking for all this stuff. I want this base of Mikdash. I want it a whole time. And I really don't know what it is that I want. It's been, it's been programmed into me to want this thing. So then I have a, a Torah um, you know, that, that tells me that there is more to life than than what's happening now. Yeah, I think he's reading it the opposite way. There's nothing out there that you don't have right now. And if you feel that you're lacking something out there, that's a mirror of what you're lacking in here. It's it's inside. Right. So that's what he's saying. He's saying that in your sense of lack, that is the Isarusa. It's not like you are thinking, I need perfection, or I need to get to the golden gate, the pearly gates. Where you are, and let's just carry on, go back, how do you translate that? 
the literal translation is, and God will put, your God will put into your hands. <laughs> what? It doesn't say anything. Put what into your hands? Now read it his way. Unasono, and in his giving, Hashem Elokecho, God gives himself in your hands. Hmm. He is giving himself to you. Ah, How? So this is what you were saying. This is what you're feeling. You're lacking. The lacking. Your lacking lack is him. That is him. Well, I don't have access to him. Yes, you do. That's the radical claim of Hasidut. <clears throat> you are going into battle with what? I'm in the blotter. I have no idea where I'm going in my life. I cannot conquer these addictions. Oh, really? That's your hirhur. That's your isarusa dilatata. That is it. And what is the promise? God's going to give you neget ha But there's no word of yetzahara in the verse. It just says, and God will give nasono himself into your hands. You just receive God. You receive God in the absence of God. That's the paradox, he's saying. Now let's bring it down to Daigle talk. Second promise, and you see this gorgeous woman as part of the captives, and you have the hots for her. Promise number two, coming up, fasten your seatbelts. I'm giving you this Yetzahora. I'm giving him into your hands. You're going to vanquish it. Oz... Vera'iso. You will see this beautiful woman. What is Vera'iso? You will come to a perception with your third eye. You will go, oh, my giddy aunt. What is the gift of him giving himself into you? Vera'iso eich shehashchina shehi eishas yifastor. This eishas yifastor isn't just any eishas yifastor. It's a representation of the fallen shechina, Right? The feminine divine that looks very beautiful down here in the battlefield. He b'shivya kaviochol. You will now realize that she is in captivity. Where? Right there. In your absence. You'll suddenly realize, oh my giddy aunt. Second promise. What a gift. That what I am lacking is her. You will desire her, to rescue her. You are the prince on the white horse. And as the Zoya says, she's in the castle locked up. You will have this desire to rescue her. And you will finally bring her as your wife. What's he saying? He's saying that dark side of you. That part of you that you are thinking, oh, I'm so, this is the battle that I'm stuck in, right? And now you open this little needle because that is the opening. What is the gift? Gift number one, he will deliver the Yetzirah into you. Yetzirah, in your hand, he's going to give himself. Himself is the Yetzirah. Not that. Promise number two, you're going to see that shivya, that beautiful girl, which is the shechina, that is in the blotter with you. So now we come back. He's giving you the shechina into your hands because you have you have requested her. You have asked for her. You are suffering so much that you're opening this little needle and say, I don't understand. Where is God? Where is the Beis Hamikdash, as you call it? 
And he says to you, you open that little tiny needle, here's your gift. I'm giving myself to you. Who's myself? The Shekhinah. Who's the Shekhinah? The very Yetzirah you thought that was such a naughty boy. All the stuff you couldn't vanquish. Everything that's out out there that you are stuck in is her stuck with you in that space. It's a different religion. What has it done? It has now taken what was initially, you know, a battlefield thing, and it became in Musa, got to go against the enemy, got to fight, you've got to fight the Yetzahara, right? And now it became something totally internal in the spiritual dynamics of your crisis. So then that brings us back to the question about why fight the Yetzahara if, if in the end we win the prize, which is what our Yetzahara wanted, and, and so... Why go through all that? Why not just say, Yitzhahara, come on, let's do it. Because it says, V'choshakta ba. Ba means you will finally realize that what you are desiring isn't this lower level, beautiful woman. What does woman. mean? Desire. Cheshek. V'choshakta, I'm giving you this second promise. When you see the pretty captive, once he, God, Shekhinah, is in your hands, Yitzhahara, then you're granted a Vera'isa, a new insight into that Yetzahara. What is the new insight? You understand that what's been screaming at you and grabbing you and addicting you all the time is someone else crying out for help, yeah, the okay, Shekhinah, nice. captive in your hands. Very nice. Then the, then the following psukim are interesting. We're going to talk, we're going to talk no, about that. No, he just... Doesn't, doesn't, doesn't seem to work out too well. Right, right. He doesn't right, talk about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm just, I'm looking at the Daigle's text. What is Everything else is good and, 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 and demands speculation. I'm just, I'm just completely dizzy from this. What does Aishas Yafas Torah actually mean, Torah? What's Torah? Beautiful. What's Torah? Comely. Your fat, the face is beautiful. Yeah, to but Toar was <coughs> beautiful. To your appearance. Is Toar. No, from... go and bring the Chumish and translate it. Yeah, but I don't know what Toar means. I'm telling you, it's beautiful. Your fat is. Your fat, Toar, beautiful and comely. So what you're saying is that the Choshaktabar, the gift is that you will desire her liftosa min hashivya to rescue her from her bondage. Come on, let's, let's both, let's all agree. We're in bondage. We're powerless over this, 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 and this in our lives. We're powerless. So what he is saying is, and you think God is up there, and the tzaddik is over here, and this is what is unattainable for you because you're stuck down here. And he goes, you missed the point. You are the merkava for the shechina. You are the chariot for the divine. So whatever's happening to you is her trying to work it out and screaming to you, could you please rescue me? Yes. That is what's the going on. The energy of the Yitzhahara is the Shekhinah. Is her. So it turns out that the Milchama against the Neged of the Yitzhahara turns out to be what? The biggest gift. Mm-hmm. Your Yitzhahara then becomes your biggest gift. The stronger your Yitzhahara, yeah. the stronger the Shekhinah within you. Yeah, otherwise you're just indifferent. This is just... I, I, can't, I just can't get past this text. It's because it's... It's, uh, so how do we understand it in terms of what do you do? 
with this. Now you realize that the the, the energy of the Yetzirah is the Shekhinah. Okay, nice. Now, how, how does this work out in my life? Yeah, that's a great question. I'm thinking that. Because you really want to go out and do something, right? And here he's saying, why don't you stop in your tracks mm-hmm. and just get into this meditation mm-hmm. that really, do I have this Isarusa? Am I preparing for davening the proper way? Meaning, am I getting that? Am I accessing that crisis? Because mm-hmm. until I access that crisis, I, as you say, I'm indifferent. Take of Shayir Isarusa de la I can't go into battle until I have a crisis situation, until right. I'm forced into battle. Hmm. Then yeah. I'm promised, okay, I'm going to deliver her to you. How? Vera You will now have a new perception on your situation in life. So you get totally besimcha, because why? A, it's not about me, bad boy, bad boy, number one. So we have to get rid of that self-hatred, self-loathing. I'm not enough, 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 enough. I'll never be enough, right? All those voices from childhood. Got to get rid of that, number one. Number two, what has been given to me is sufficient. He would never have given me this Shekhinah piece with her problems if I wouldn't be able to rescue her. That gives me simcha. That gives me grace. And number three, I am promised I'm being given this promise of this visual perception. Is there anything better than that? If I can get into davening, having that visual perception of self, the other, the shechina, and where it all fits in together, I'm, I'm home. Nothing can go wrong, go. I am in the Congo. I'm Jeffrey, Jeffrey Jeremy Giraffe, right? I, the, not, the, the, you never heard Rafi? You never play Rafi to your kids? Oh, you have to play Rafi to your kids. And my kids still remember it 40 years later and, and refer to him. <laughs> so nothing answer... can go wrong because I have recalibrated my spiritual perception of self. And myself isn't me, and it's not separated from her. Mm-hmm. I'm connected. And I'm in the I'm the valiant horseman, the, the the knight on a shining armor coming to rescue her. And who is her? Oh, it's my Sahara. <laughs> Sorry. What? Yeah, it's the very, very addictions and Yatesahoras that I have for ego and lust and honor and self-interest and self, 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 self. That melts away as you do this equation. It kind of just Oh, there's this kind of serenity that falls on you with this text. I, I just, I'm just blown away by it. So my question, the answer to my question, I think, uh, my question being, uh, okay, so fine. How does how does this affect your life? What how does this? What do you do? How do with this? And I think I'm, I think what I'm hearing you saying is that this, this comes out in your davening. That's what you do. You daven with. With this perception, <laughs> with this perception okay, and this that's connect- fine. And this connection, yeah. I, 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 th- I not otherwise. Otherwise, I'm not. I don't have an I, answer. I, well, I think it's. I think this religion is different. I think it's not about doing. It's not different. That is our religion. Doing, I think, is about being. Right. That's okay. the revolution. Yes. When before did we ever say your connection with the divine is the critical thing? We've had two thousand years of rabbinic Judaism where we have to be running and doing, and, and we have doing this, and we have to do this, do do do. It wasn't until the the 
trauma of the exile and the trauma of of uh, the Inquisition and the trauma of Khmelnyky that we started looking in and said, wait a minute. Really? Just doing, doing? We've done a year, thousand years of doing and the world's no better place. How about being? And this comes out of that revolution. Okay. So my question about what do you do? You do everything you do. You drink coffee, you sit at the table, you walk down the street, you, you, and you do it. Because you're in this, with, with, in this, in this, in, the, space in this, or in this, this God consciousness, God consciousness, or I call Shekhinah consciousness.